Welcome, everybody, to the Tamisha and Tracy Talk the Walking Dead. But tonight, actually, it's just Tracy and a special guest. Unfortunately, Tamisha uh, can't be on tonight, but she found an amazing replacement uh, for this week. You've heard her before, and we're so glad that she could um, could come on the podcast tonight. Cynthia is back with us. Hey, Cynthia. Hey, how are you doing? Thanks for the invite. <laughs> oh, thanks for doing this. This is going to be fun. Um, and I, I say that, maybe I should take that back. I'm not sure how fun it's going to be uh, with the, um, the seriousness of this episode. But I, I, I do always enjoy talking about the episode with you. But, um, yeah, there's some heavy, heavy stuff tonight. So, um, yes, I agree. Were you prepared uh, for that? Had you heard anything that made you think it might be a tough episode, or did were you just going in cold? I was going in cold. I did not see any of this um, coming. Okay. And um, especially with the new character, um, um, Jocelyn. Yeah, yeah. I didn't expect her to be that way. Yeah, no, 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 no. So I heard a little bit that it was a kind of a um, I forget how it was described, but that it was kind of a it would make a big impression, you know, kind of a tough episode in some ways. So I was I was a little uh, prepared, but I don't think anything could have prepared me actually for for what uh, what transpired. So um, we've been going with this format of the good, the bad, and the ugly, where uh, we each pick a couple of characters. And I know that you picked a couple. Um, yes. Would you like to go first with one of yours, or would you prefer that I just go first? Um, I guess I'll let you go first this time. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, I one of my uh, characters I chose this episode is Judith. Um, okay. I will preface this with the fact that I am a big fan of Judith. I, um, you know, so hard to see Rick leave the show, but it, I was a big fan right away that they um, did the time jump and aged Judith and made her a, a big role. Um, so I think she's a, a great actress and um, is, is doing a great job. So I, I really do enjoy the character. So some good things um, about her in this episode, we were reminded of her loyalty, um, that she's a capable fighter. And we also uh, were reminded and saw her have several talks. She, she did not talk to Negan this episode, um, but we know that she has been talking to him. She had a long heart-to-heart with Daryl. Um, of course, she ended up having a long heart-to-heart with her mom at the end. And I think for um, a, a young kid, that's that's pretty wise beyond her years, the way she tries to um, get people's opinions and their thoughts. Um, yeah. She's seeking out advice, and then she mulls it all over, you know, and makes her own decisions. But I think it's great that she uh, seeks out advice and doesn't just assume that um, at 10 she knows everything about the world. Um, With that said, one of the bad things is um, she still is a kid, and so she does have, you know, some impulses and um, a lot of these good characteristics like being loyal – to her friends and her community, she felt like she needed to leave and go after Daryl and Connie 
and Lydia and Henry, um, she felt like they needed her help. And so just like when she went out on her own and uh, was like going after Negan, um, that makes me nervous, you know, when she makes these decisions. Again, she's mostly very capable. She's been trained well, but she did almost get bitten um, in the episode. So thankfully, Michonne was there to come to the rescue. But um, it's, it's a fine line, you know. Yeah, you know, she's very mature in some ways, and that's good. But then she still makes some some dangerous decisions. Um, I guess the ugly in this episode would would be building on that decision to go out alone and not you know not take someone with you, not ask permission first, or you know come up with a plan, a buddy system. She did go out mm-hmm. on her own. Her mom had to. Um, go after her, so she was in danger. But then, they, of course, they had the heart to heart, and they decided to go after uh, the friends um, together and help give them a ride yes. to the kingdom. So, which is a nice thing to do. But then, of course, we see those two whispers that spy them uh, going to the kingdom. So it's it, you know her decision, I think, to try to show her mom that they needed to still help their friends and Michonne coming to that, you know, conclusion as well. It was kind of triggered by Judith's decision to go out and they went out together and now they're uh, really making themselves really vulnerable Um, and other people, people at the kingdom vulnerable. So, um, you know, it's just little pieces of each decision can go one way or the other and then, you know, build into something, something bad. But, um, but it was definitely a good episode to, to showcase Judith and all her complexities. And, you know, she's not just a one trick pony or a, you know, one dimensional mm-hmm. kid. They, they really are doing a good job, I think, developing her character. Yes, I thought so too. And a lot of the things you said about Judith, I agree with uh, too. I thought she was, wise for her age and I love that she had this uh love for uh for for people. I liked her talk with uh Daryl mm-hmm. as well as her mom and even like with um uh Negan, it's like she has a I guess you would say like a thirst for um for knowledge. Uh-huh. And then she rolls over everything. So a lot of the things you said I, I agree with and then I was like um the thing that I didn't like is that she um, she kept throwing, like, I guess, like, danger to the wind or caution to the wind yeah. and um, kind of impulsive that way. So that, you're right, so that lets you know she still is a child, even though she's mm-hmm. wise in a lot of areas. Yeah. Um, I picked her mom um, uh, as one of my characters, Michelle, okay. and... Um, I guess the good I thought about her, just, you know, watching her over the seasons. Um, but now I see her, she's a, a fierce mother, and she wanted to uh, protect her children, Edith, I mean, uh, Judith and um, and uh, RJ. And then also the other children and the people of Alexandria. So those mm-hmm. one things I like about um, Mich- Michelle, she has that... Um, I guess that mother instinct to protect, but it's not just her own children, but it's like everyone in Alexandria. And then she's very tough because I kept thinking, 
wow, mm-hmm. when that kid sliced her stomach pregnant, I was like, wow, she's really fierce and she's still going. You mm-hmm. know, I don't know if it was just adrenaline <laughs> that kept her going yeah. or just her love for her children. But I uh-huh. love that um, uh, about her. And then the dad, oh. I kept thinking from, I'm glad they kind of went back and let us know what happened to Michonne to make her the way that she was. And I kept wondering what happened mm-hmm. because yeah. you can tell that uh, Hilltop as well as the kingdom that something was going on uh, with her oh. and their relationship, it wasn't the same. And I guess the bad was that she really, I guess, changed after Rick because prior mm-hmm. to that, she seemed to be really open. And I noticed that um, she didn't have that anymore. And then yeah. the in this episode, she didn't have a choice, but when she had to kill those kids. Mm-hmm. And I know that I'm kind of glad the way they shot it because yeah. it kind of, uh, you didn't actually see her killing the kids. You saw them on the ground, but it flashed back to the, the present where she was killing mm-hmm. the, um, the walkers that were around her daughter. So I love the way they, they shot that. But that's mm-hmm. what I would say as far as my good and bad and ugly for Michonne. Yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah, definitely not something any of us, I think, could have anticipated, uh, you know, not having seen the episode. And uh, just, the, just the expressions on her face, you know, like you said, the pregnancy mm-hmm. made her seem and did, you know, physically make her more, vulnerable but that added even uh, you know more um emotion you know to the yeah. situation on top of everything else and uh you know she just she didn't have to say anything you could see it all on her face that was some incredible yeah. acting. so um one thing i thought about oh, it reminded me when we first met Michonne, I mean, she was maternal in a way with Andrea yeah. and helped take care of her meals. But then remember um, when she saw that um, Maggie and Gwen were getting formula, you know, getting baby mm-hmm. items, and yeah. she didn't know them. She didn't know Judith, obviously, at that point, mm-hmm. but she felt the tug to uh, make sure that formula was delivered, you know, so it's just like from the very moment, you know, the first episode that we saw her in, that has Mm -hmm. been, you know, a foundation of hers, um, that maternal instinct, uh, so. I didn't thought about that, but that's really good, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, she's always, she's always been taking care of people, you know, she's such a fierce warrior, but she's always taking care of people, um, but I like that this episode solved for us why she had changed because it did, like you said, yeah. it go so against the grain of what we've seen in the past. And yeah. so I think we, you know, we needed to know, and it was a, to me, it was a valid explanation. I'm like, oh, I get it now. You know, nobody wanted to see that or really, you know, you know, didn't want obviously for that to have happened, but it certainly made sense. It's like that something like yeah. that would put her, you know, to that point. And I'm glad they did it all in one episode and didn't like drag that out as a mystery. I mean, we, we had yeah. to wait 
you know, mm-hmm. for several episodes, but it's not like we got pieces of it, you know, and then we're still waiting to, you know, to see. I mean, that was just something we needed to just go ahead and take care of, and, you know, now we can put that away. <laughs> yes, yes, I was glad they cleared that up, too, because I kept wondering, too, and like you said, I'm glad it was just one episode instead of, like, you know, uh, several yeah. episodes out before you really got to the meat of what actually happened. Yeah. I, w- I wouldn't, you know, nobody wants to dwell on that kind of horror, you know. Um, yeah. But actually, I wrote down some, uh, speaking of horror, I wrote down some, um, like, just general topics, you know, scenes. You know, I said there was a lot of talk mm-hmm. this week. We had Daryl's group looking for Rick, talking to Megan, Judith, Daryl talk, the Jocelyn Horror Show. <laughs> That's what I yes. wrote it. <laughs> Um, you know, I kept wondering, yeah, I'm sorry. I kept wondering if Daryl and Michonne um, actually shared what happened while they were out. It seems like Aaron may be the only one that has the full picture because he's always siding with Michonne. Yeah, I wondered that too. Now, surely they all knew that children were taken, but mm-hmm. um, at that time, Aaron Gracie was there, mm-hmm. so I don't know how, that's another thing I will talk about is the ages of these kids, but it, mm-hmm. it, I assume that Aaron had a child and, you know, there were other people, I guess if, if Gracie was one of those that was taken, then I could yeah. see that even if he didn't know the whole story, I could see yeah. that making an even bigger impact for him than maybe some people who weren't even there yet or um, didn't have children. I mean, obviously, they'd still be upset about it. And so I think yeah. Alexander knew that the kids were taken and that Michonne and, and Daryl brought them back. But mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I wondered about that, too. I don't know if Aaron – I kind of got that same impression that he knew more, but then – Michelle and Daryl had that talk about how they were the only ones mm-hmm. who really, I don't know if they said that they're the only ones that really knew or they're the only ones that went through it. So, you know, yeah. Okay. I, 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 I guess if you were mentioned, um, Gracie, just like um, uh, Judith, uh-huh. um, Michelle assumed that Judith didn't remember, but she did. Yeah. So, I'm just wondering how old how old was Gracie during that time? Would she have uh, remembered? Well, or maybe said something to to Aaron. Maybe it's like a good time to talk about the ages because some of this kind of like okay. frustrating. I like math and numbers and logic, so some of this was kind <laughs> of I was struggling with it. But if we look at when they found Gracie during All Out War, she was an infant, you know, a little baby, okay. and Judith was already a toddler. So mm-hmm. you know the presumption yeah you know you would say okay Gracie is younger so they showed Judith you know, what is she like three or four I don't know you know in those flashbacks mm-hmm. so Gracie would be a little younger but they also mm-hmm. showed this kid Marcus who looked older a fair mm-hmm. amount older than Judith and if you connect all the dots it looks like he's the son of Scott um, mm-hmm. a character that's been recurring for a while he's um played by the husband of Janiqua Martin-Green. Yeah. So Scott and then Frankie with the red hair, Mm -hmm. she um, was one of Negan's wives. Mm -hmm. So if you think about that, Scott 
had never hadn't even met Frankie until after All Out War. Okay. And by the time Judith was a few years old, so how could his kid be older than Judith? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That makes mm-hmm. sense to me. I think it just kind of like um, bugged me. Like it just, I didn't quite know why it was bothering me, and, I, and then I realized mathematically that didn't make sense. That there were so. First of all, I was like, how are there so many other kids older than Judith? I've never seen these kids. And I thought, well, okay, maybe we just didn't meet them. But then when I saw Scott yeah. and Frankie. It, as mm-hmm. the parents to Marcus, who was older than Judith, I was like, this just does not translate. I didn't catch that, but that's good. <laughs> I don't know. You know, and, and the thing is, I, I, I'm not one to like pick apart the show. I mean, I, mm-hmm. it really, it doesn't really bother me. Like that's wrong. They, they messed up. You know what? They, they have to just make it work because obviously it's too hard with, you know, Carl, how he, aged as a teenager and then Judith as, you know, an infant. It's just you can't you can't keep up and match it up, you know, with the ages. So you've got to just try to make the story play out, you know, yeah. in a, in a whatever works. But, um, but yeah, in the back of my mind, I was like, what, what's going on with this? So, um, but, yeah, I think Gracie is a little younger than Judith. And I think they kind of showed that. Remember they were pushing um, or helping RJ on the bike? Uh, yeah, all that uh-huh. one. and they look, you know, similar. So I think Gracie is a little. I think that I think Gracie's age is more accurate. Okay. But um, so my second character is Daryl. Um, okay. I never get to talk about Daryl because Tamisha always talks about Daryl. So okay. it's kind of exciting. But I'm also <laughs> going to try to kind of honor maybe what. Uh, to me, she might have to say about Daryl, um, so okay. she can't speak for herself tonight. Which actually, I, I almost picked him. You what? I said I almost picked him. You almost picked him. Okay. Well, yeah. I, I lucked out. Okay. Yeah. Um, the good. Um, I mean, it's kind of comical, but to me, but I mean, it is good that. He, we saw him actually washing his hands in the bucket, <laughs> and he was actually washed. We, I don't think we've ever seen him really wash his hands with water. Now that's good that he was, you know, using hygiene, but it's bad that we've never seen that before, or even you know that we have to wonder if he ever had before. Um, and I, this is more of a question. Do they still have running water after all this? Why is he using a bucket? He doesn't even want to go inside to wash his hands. Um, no, it's almost like he's a nature guy. <laughs> yeah, he's just more comfortable outside. But but then I thought, well, maybe they don't have, you know, things have changed so much. I don't, I'm not a big plumbing expert, so I'm not sure. Um, but... But yeah, I just thought that I was like, oh, God, we're coming, clean himself up. And then I'm like, it's bad that we are, you know, so excited about someone washing their hands. Um, <laughs> but I do think it's good, too, that he is um, staying with his commitment to get Henry back to Carol. I mean, obviously, yeah. things have not gone the way Carol and Ezekiel intended for Henry. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, he's supposed to do this whole blacksmithing apprenticeship. And that, you know, that yeah. has really happened. Um, 
and a lot of bad things have happened. But he is trying to keep Henry safe. He is trying to get him back yeah. to kill. Um, one bad thing, and I speak kind of for Tamish in this, but I, I, I do kind of, I do believe it too. Um, okay. When he's telling Judith, you know, she, um, she said, talking about Lydia, you want to help her when you brought her here? And he's like, not really. She just kind of tagged along. I, I brought Henry here, and you know, she just kind of tagged along. I mm-hmm. don't think that's really fair to say. And if he does really think of it that way, as tagging along, then mm-hmm. he's not taking it seriously enough because she is totally a liability. She's making yeah. everything dangerous for everyone. Um, and mm-hmm. he didn't, you know, he cared about her, but you know, he said, you know, they have to protect their own first. You know, where do you draw the line? I don't know. These are impossible decisions. But if he's going to phrase it that way, you know, that she's just tagging along, then that's not very responsible. You don't just let someone tag along that is a danger, you know, to your group. Um, I'm thinking that um, he really cares for her, but he's mm-hmm. trying to protect himself because I was just thinking about um, uh, what was it? Um, uh, I'm just Maggie's sister, uh-huh. and yeah. how attached he was to her. And even when um, Alpha came to get Lydia, he was like, no. And so that's, yeah, so that's when I thought, okay, uh, he tries not to, but he has this thing, I guess, protection thing Mm -hmm. in him. And even though he said, oh, it's just for Henry, I don't think that was totally true. Okay. I think he did. I agree. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think he may not really be letting on uh, that mm-hmm. to the degree that he cares about her, that he does want to help her. But I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I am going to say this is for you, Tamish. Um, it's just not <laughs> smart, Daryl. You didn't stand yeah. up, and you know you're letting her come along, and you are softening there, and it's dangerous. So that's uh, yes, because they're exposing her to the other. Um, uh, places and they can yeah. come and just wreak havoc. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and and ugly. I hadn't. I didn't think I really thought about this when I was watching the episode because it was just such a horror show, and I was just like mm-hmm. my jaw was dropping. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe all this <laughs> happening. But I was listening to the Two Dead Chicks podcast um, earlier mm-hmm. today, and they talked about how Daryl kind of. I mean, he didn't throw Michelle under the bus by any means, but where was he when she was having to deal with all this? And he was behind her. He got shot with an arrow. Yeah, he got shot with an arrow, and so he kind of went down. But then when he when he did finally come out um, to the yard there or whatever, he you know, he looked pretty capable. You know, it, it, like he was mm-hmm. going to be okay. Why did it take him that long? You know, to, um, I started to say to me, Michonne went through, like, a good part of the building. You know, she was in one place. Mm-hmm. They locked that door. She couldn't get out. She ran through another room. She got outside, you know, after, um, you know, being taken down and having to, you know, get back up and getting slashed. She covered a lot of territory, and she was there to, you know, 
deal with things. Why did it take Daryl so long to to get out there? So um, I just felt like you know, she had to kind of do it all on her own. So that was probably the ugly that she really did have to face that most dramatic scene all by herself, you know. Yeah, so. I kept wondering that, too, what took him uh, so long to come and I just um, went back and watched it and back it up a couple of times trying to see what happened. Did I miss something? I don't know. You think, like, is this the time he decided to stop and take a shower or something? I don't What was he doing? <laughs> you know, it's, uh, yeah. It, it, so I thought that was real important that they pointed that out. And I and um, so I'm putting that as the ugly for Daryl. That uh, where were you, man? Where were you? So oh, um, I about that. And then my um, my the next person that I picked, believe it or not, is Jocelyn. Okay. And I kept thinking with um, Michonne and Jocelyn, uh, I kept thinking they both went through, you know, I guess this apocalypse or whatever with the um, with the walkers and mm-hmm. I kept thinking adversity brings out what is really in your heart and so I really did not see this uh coming with Michonne and uh Jocelyn's relationship because they talked about um they were in college together mm-hmm. and uh, Michonne talked about how you know she was there when her mother died so I mm-hmm. really didn't you know, see any of that. So when Jocelyn first came, I I thought with the good, I was thinking, wow, she has all these kids, no adults. She's protecting them. And Mm -hmm. uh, she was just caring for them the best way that, you know, she knew how. And so, Mm -hmm. um, so that was my initial thought about her. But then the bad was she turned out to be a fake friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, she manipulated the kids in her care. She mm-hmm. um, she fooled everybody in at Alexandria, including Michonne. And then she had these kids that were not the kids originally with her, but the kids of Alexandria follow mm-hmm. them. They played a trick yeah. on them. So that was the yeah. the bad, but the ugly was. Um, I guess the thing that she had a little girl, brand, a pregnant woman, Michelle, Michelle, mm-hmm. and the man that's going to protect them at all costs, Daryl, had a little girl brand them. And I was like, what is the purpose of that? Then I started yeah. wondering, did she kill off all the adults that were with them? You know? Or, yeah, uh, I wonder too. Yeah, like, like yeah. it's almost like she thought adults other adults other than herself were a liability, you know, that they couldn't yeah. be trained from the ground up, you know, like the way she wanted them to. They had too much baggage or whatever. But I I, I did hear on Talking Dead that Denise Hughes, um kind of described it because people were asking why did why did they mark them and they were going to kill them. And she said mm-hmm. it was, it, she kind of thought of it as um, just part of their indoctrination or whatever, you know, of yeah. You know, these awful little human beings, um, you know. So, yeah, but practically, I mean, yeah, it was horrifying. And then to think, too, what, you know, the why of it all. Yeah. It's just horrifying. And even at the end, Michelle was telling them, you know, um, 
after she had killed Jocelyn, she said, you know, you all can still come back to Alexandria. Mm -hmm. And they chose to, like, continue. And I was like, boy, she really brainwashed them. And I kept wondering how long had they been with her. I know. I wonder, too. Yeah, I don't really, I I mean, I'm curious. I don't really want any more of the story because it's, you know, it's so upsetting. (laughs) But I am curious. You have to wonder how long does it take to to make a child, you know, operate that way, especially yeah. on their own, without her telling them what to do. Now, when Judith came out, were you worried at all that they had like already messed with her head, or um, did were you? What? Worried? I kept thinking when she didn't come out right away. I kept thinking. Uh-huh. Um, because I was trying to think back when the little girl that had the knife, she, when um, Michelle was still fighting, she uh-huh. never went into where the other kids were. I wasn't for sure, but I kept wondering, is she not yeah. coming out because she's hurt? Okay, but, yeah. But then when she did come out and she was, like, looking at her mom, yeah. she yeah. was kind of slow to say something. And I kept trying to figure out, is something wrong? Yeah. And so maybe that did uh, cross my mind for a minute that uh, maybe they had gotten to her, but I still thought, you know, it wasn't long enough. Yeah, it didn't seem long enough, but, it, yeah, it did kind of stress me out, though. I guess I'm an easy target, you know, when it comes to stuff <laughs> like that. I'm going to worry. You know, but I'm like, why the hesitation? What's going on? What happened? You know? <laughs> oh, man. Just, Wow. And then but, now um, we're, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, just changing um, what we were talking about a little bit, I, I guess one thing that kind of um, stood out with me with, with Connie, I didn't realize, you know, she had that, that sense of humor when um, oh, she yeah. was writing uh-huh. her note to uh, Michelle. And I was like, I yeah. like that. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. She, she seems pretty cool and, and capable. Yeah. As well. So what do you think of the whole uh, people that are shipping Daryl and Connie? Could you see them as a couple? You know what? I kept wondering about that when she she went off with him, like, hmm, would that work? I think that would be really cute, but I don't know if Daryl would be, he's such a loner, in a sense. I mean, he loves people, but he's such a loner. And so she might be just the one to, you know, kind of... Rope him in. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm open to that. I'm like they make great like partners as far as like uh, tracking and you know yeah. going on a run or a mission. They work well together. But I'm like, hey, I guess I'd be open to to something more. Yeah. What did you um? Whole, what, oh, go ahead. Oh well, no, I was going to ask another question. So if you have something else about them, tell me. Um, I guess what I was going to um, say was, I, in the beginning, I thought because she couldn't hear that she uh-huh. would be a liability. But I think what is yeah. happening is that her other senses are yeah. picking up that kind of, uh, you know, stuff that maybe we wouldn't notice that she's kind of starting. I mean, she mm-hmm. does that naturally. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Oh, I definitely agree with that. Yeah, it's kind of like she has some extra superpowers of her own that yeah. you know, other people don't, you know, and that's the thing. That's what you have to do. And, you know, if we ever get in a zombie apocalypse, we have to turn our 
liabilities into strikes, or we're going to be toast. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I'd survive long. We talk about that all the time on the podcast. But. I know. Because <laughs> I, I always would... Um, when I'm watching a movie, my husband always says, why do you always put our family in there? Like, what we would do or what would happen with them? My youngest son has autism, so I always think, oh, he'll never be quiet, you know? And so I have a tendency to do that, too. Yeah, yeah I do, too. That, to me, that's one of the most fascinating and compelling things about a show like this, an end-of-the-world apocalyptic type thing, is putting yourself kind of in those situations and just you know, trying to figure out what, how you would react, you know. Um, yeah. and, and they're just, like I said before, they're just impossible situations sometimes. So it's just crazy. Um, I liked how um, when Judith and Michonne had their heart-to-heart at the end and she mm-hmm. found out that Judith did remember, you know, I felt like that kind of, um, I mean, she's still the mom and she's the daughter, but I think it... Mm-hmm sort of elevated the level of respect between the two of them. Um, yeah. I think, I mean, I think from the experience, Judith learned that um, she needs to rely on her mom. You know, she can't mm-hmm. go it alone and just make her own decisions. But I think Michelle also realized that, um, you know, maybe she was selling Judith short, like emotionally and stuff, you know. Yeah. She didn't think she remembered. Mm-hmm. She was worried about telling her and all this time, you know, she had known. But it reminded me a little bit of that scene in season two with Rick and Carl, um, I guess, up in the loft of the barn. And it was mm-hmm. kind of like a, a man-to-man talk, even though Carl was, you know, 10 or 11, he's this little boy. Because mm-hmm. of the circumstances and because of the world that they were in now, Carl had to kind of grow up faster, and Judith is having to grow up yeah. faster. And they kind of had that, you know, welcome to the big leagues kind of talk. But it, it just was reminiscent of that to me. Um, and it was, so it makes you kind of sad too, thinking about Rick and Carl, you know, having their talk, but it's, I know. it's a lot. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, I was thinking, um, with, um, even like with Judith and RJ and some of the kids that are, mm-hmm. um, in the, in the world now, I kept thinking they don't know of a time without the walkers. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is this is their world. So yeah, it's kind of I I don't think this was intentional by any means, but um, it when they I think it was Winnie, I think she was like showed her in the corner of a shot or something from the back at one point. But her little hairdo, like from the back, and just you know a young girl that age, um, kind of reminded me of Sophia. She had kind of the same haircut and that was about the same oh, age. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I, like I said, I don't think that was necessarily intentional, but um, it just kind of makes you, it, like to your point, that Sophia was this, you know, scared little girl, you know, yeah. but about the same mm-hmm. size, but looks similar. And now you've got this Winnie kid who's probably, you know, like you said, has only known this world. Um, yeah. So, and just how it can, how it can change the outcome. So I was going to ask you what you thought about the um, talk that Michonne had with Negan. Did you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, I thought it was kind of um, uh, interesting because he picked up right away that she didn't know where Judith was. 
But one of the things <laughs> that um, that she said to him about, oh, I bet you didn't tell her, you know, these different things. But he said um, he did. Yeah, he did. And so I thought, wow, because I was thinking the same thing. No way he's going to mm-hmm. tell her that because he wants her to like him and be sympathetic mm-hmm. to him. But um, so it, it, I guess I kept thinking, wow, Judith really knows a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, knows you, so you do believe him. You do believe that he did tell her. You, you know what? I, I believe he did. Did you think he did? I, I think so. Yeah, I think so too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because she still um, uh, goes and talks to him, even though she she knows he's done all these um, these awful things. Mm-hmm. And it's just like it shows her she's tough, but she's also compassionate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And She's just open to, I guess, like forgive others. Mhm. And yeah, maybe she's yeah. trying to be like, um, like how, um, like how Carl was in the end, and then also mm-hmm. what this was trying to do. Yeah, yeah. And she does seem to be leaning in that direction, and, and so she, yeah, and she's pulling Michonne back in that direction mm-hmm. more. So you got to find the balance though, because you can't go all the way. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I was thinking about Negan and whether he really was telling the truth about that. I was like, hey, probably did. I mean, what does he have to lose? He's already in jail. You know, they're not letting him out. So it's kind of like, you know, so, I mean, yeah, he does, I'm sure, want her to like him. But uh, he has, I mean, he has that connection with with the kids, you know, like he did with Carl and now with Judith. There's some kind of. He almost thinks they're not that he thinks they're his own, but um, you know he was always impressed by Carl, and I think he's impressed by Judith. Mm-hmm. So maybe, maybe he's like he really is a straight shooter, like he said, because he mm-hmm. you know respects her. It seems like he likes anybody that I guess like he says like has balls, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I, I think I think so too. Um, mm-hmm. What about them? Uh, you know, looking for Rick for so long. You know, that was hard seeing Michonne out there pregnant. Do you think that, I mean, does Michonne really think he could still be alive somewhere or are they just looking for a body, you know? know, I think, well, you know what? I kept thinking that she was hoping she would find him alive because you remember when she was talking to uh, Aaron and Mm -hmm. she said how she really wishes that Rick could could see this, and 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 Aaron said, you know, um, something along the lines like, I believe he can. And so mm-hmm. Aaron is is like, and then he said, Oh, Michelle, I'm so sorry, because mm-hmm. it's like he's saying that, you know, like he's looking down from heaven. I believe he can see this. So when yeah. he said that, I kept thinking she's still hoping he's a, he's alive more so than looking for a, a body. But with her and um, Daryl going out, I think they're really trying to, I guess Daryl is like, you know, a body or Rick. But I think I think she may be in the back of her mind thinking body, but hoping that yeah. he's still somewhere or some clue that will tell mm-hmm. her where he is. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's definitely not. 
not going to let it go. Um, yeah, what did you think? Uh, as far as that question? Yeah. Uh, well, I thought I, until this episode, I thought that um, they were just looking for a, a body, you know, to bury him mm-hmm. properly. And I, I thought they all assumed that he would not have survived that. But this did make me start to question it. And then, like you said, it did seem like, yeah, maybe she was thinking it could be out there somewhere, which mm-hmm. we know he is. So. <laughs> she's like, she's on the um, I was going to share a couple of trivia things. Um, do you remember, of course, not everybody remembers, Reg Monroe, uh, Deanna's husband uh, at Alexandria? I'm sorry, said it again, Neil? Reg, he was Deanna's husband at Alexandria, and then Pete, yeah, okay. um, you know, uh, killed him. Um, his <laughs> daughter is also an actor. And um, Steve Coulter, his daughter Emma is an actor, and she was playing the whisperer at the end of the episode that said they needed to go tell Alpha about that. So that was just a fun little connection that, um, that they were both now had been on the show. So um, I'm going to pass that along. And then also, I don't know if the um, location where Jocelyn had the kids um, looked mm-hmm. familiar at all. It looked familiar to me, and I kept thinking this is where um, Bob, where they took Bob, um, Gareth, and uh, mm-hmm. the, the Terminus people, and um, you know, cooked his foot and all that gore. Um, it turns out, I think um, it was. Um, oh, wow. I did pick that up. Mm-hmm. If you watch it again, kind of look for similarities. At one point, I think they do show okay. the yard where he was, mm-hmm. where they were like camped out, and um, but then they showed lots of other angles of the building too. And uh, Tamisha and I have been been there and you know seeing the outside of that, so it, it you know it did look familiar to me. But my friend Alan, who um, lives in Sonoy and plays, uh, it, it goes by like. Um, Sonoy Rick, he does uh, the tours with Georgia Tour Company, and he looks a lot like Rick Grimes. Um, so he does mm-hmm. Sonoy Rick and leads some of the tours. He posted about that and um, that that was the, the same location. So it wasn't like so obvious that it was like distracting, but it was mm-hmm. it was kind of cool to to think, oh, we've we've been here before, you know. Obviously, it's, <laughs> it's not supposed to be the same place, you know. Because they were, um, where were they? They were they still in Georgia at that mm-hmm. time? They, they hadn't gone. They hadn't gotten Alexandria. So, um, anyways, but I just thought that was kind of cool. So, if you you look again, it might look familiar. And you know, because Father Gabriel went back there too at one point. Mhm, mhm. I've seen it a couple of times. But, anyways, that's just a little trivia. So, um, anything else? <laughs> Yeah, I, I love location stuff, so I enjoy that a lot. Anything else you want to talk about before we wrap up? Um, let's see. I just thought it was just a really um, good episode. Mm-hmm. I'm glad they explained a lot of things um, about what happened. Um, um, but I guess the thing that I like that Judith said when uh, she was having the the talk with her her mom, it was just kind of like um, 
you know, you don't leave your your friends behind kind of mm-hmm. thing. You, you protect your friends. And I think mm-hmm. I would love to see them get back to that. And I'm hoping mm-hmm. that after her talk with Judith that maybe she would be uh, more open, especially mm-hmm. now since she knows that um, Judith knows what happened. And she's open. And so maybe I kept thinking out of the mouths of babes, you know, and maybe yeah. that is, you know, working her heart. And that's really interesting that you say that because Judith shows the power of um, of being a child and having a child's mind. You're open to more possibilities. And that shows the good thing about being youthful, like how that can be a positive Whereas Jocelyn yeah. and what she did to those kids, she exploited that in children, you know, because they are so, they have so many possibilities. And if you exploit them and turn it into something bad, they can be powerfully mm-hmm. bad, whereas Judas can be powerfully good. So that's that's cool that you brought that up because, you know, you can see that contrast. You know, what if you tried to use that innocence and hope and optimism for something good um, instead of exploiting it and making them bad. So do you think we're going to see Winnie again at some point? She ran off. Do you think she's ever going to resurface? Yeah, I was wondering about that. I have no idea. What are you thinking? I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised. I feel like they kind of like to do things like that sometimes, leave mm-hmm. things a little open and then surprise you with it, you know, someplace down the road when you're not expecting it. So, um but I don't. I don't want her to come back if she's uh, still horrible. Like if we can, yeah. you know, have her come to the rescue. Maybe she's become a different person. You know, she got away from the bad. Yeah. But yeah, I don't need her to come back and do anything else bad. But yeah, all right, well, that was fun. Yeah, thanks for the invite and for filling in for um, uh, Tanisha. I hope I did her proud. Oh, I'm not sure. <laughs> I think so. I think so. But, um, anyway, but yeah, I really enjoyed this. And I've been enjoying this um uh, this season and the the writing. It's like um it's going in directions that, you know, I didn't necessarily uh see, but unfortunately I'm one of those ones that have not read the comments. So yeah, I um, <laughs> so I can only go with the show but uh but I'm really enjoying this um this season. Oh yeah, me too. It's it's like a it's almost like a new show. Um, yeah, so it's pretty cool. All right, well, thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, you can give us feedback at Tamish Tracy T A M E C H E T R A C E Y on Twitter. Let us know your thoughts on the episode, um, or any questions or comments. Uh, we we appreciate the interaction, and we'll be back next week. Bye. Bye.